Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode three in our series on flexible dieting through contest prep. Carbs, fat, flexibility versus structure, Adam. Um, how do you want to see clients divvy up their carbs and their fat? So we have kind of two layers of questions here. You already talked about exchanging fats or, or I should say carbs for protein because they both have four calories per gram. Fat obviously has almost double uh, or a little more than double. So you're going to have to factor that in. So how much would you deviate from one macro to the other? And then also how much structure versus flexibility during the day for where to place carbs and fat? Yeah, I like more structure here, to be honest, and less wiggle room, obviously, just because, you know, over the course of a contest prep diet, you can get a greater thermic effect of food from protein and carbs. And we always have to keep in mind adherence is the most important part of this. So if you can't go with a lower fat diet and stick to it, like, please don't listen to what I'm going to tell you. I would be a flexible coach and say, let's eat more fats if we can't get you to stick to this. So it's a very minute thing. But in the world of competition prep, we want to be the best that we absolutely can be. Um, one other thing I want to talk about before we go into this, a lot of people are talking about fats for a healthy hormonal profile your goal in prep isn't necessarily to have a healthy hormone profile. Uh, granted, you want to take care of those things as much as you can, but there's just no way in hell you're going to be stage lean and have a healthy hormonal profile. Like you're close to starving to death. So every <laughs> biometric in your body is going to tell you to, you know, rest and uh, recover and, uh, you know, essentially don't starve to death. Uh, you're going to have enough circulating fat and triglycerides from losing body fat that you utilize that, that you don't really need as much fat as you need. I think that's a huge uh, myth that's going on in our industry right now. Um, but again, I'm pretty rigid on carbs and fats. Uh, one, because the difference in you know calories per gram of carb per gram of fat, but also just from a thermic standpoint, it just makes sense to, you know, eat, eat a carb and actually utilize more bodily functions to digest that carb as energy versus fat, which has less of a thermic effect. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to circle back to what you said just about the hormones, because in reality, if, if we needed fat for the better hormone profile, then people who do high fat ketogenic diets would be better off. And that's just not true. They tend to have lower testosterone levels and so forth. And in reality, when you look at research, if you go over 40% of your calories from fats, your testosterone levels go down as they do. If you go under about 20% of your calories and fat. So there is kind of a sweet spot margin. And then, like you said, it has just as much to do with your body composition and, and fat levels uh, than, than it does your fat intake. So yeah, all of that stuff is just kind of, you know, silly to even talk about, but to your point about, you know, which should you use more carbs or more fat? Can you make those equal exchanges? You know, I too, based on somebody's, uh, social preferences, if they're eating out a lot, if they like certain foods, if they feel just a little bit better with more fat, I'll, I'll kind of range up toward 30% of calories from fats, which is pretty high in a calorie deficit, 
but I also like to come down as low as 20 or so, because then we get more carbohydrate, which is way more anabolic, way more metabolic. And you're obviously just gonna have better training for those reasons. So, um, you know, I, I, I do the same thing exactly, Adam, except that I would also say in terms of how much allowance for flexibility, utilize the carbs when you need, you know, get, get great pre-workout, get good post-workout recovery. You, you can have a meal or two that doesn't have any carbs. You can have, you know, you, you can do different things during the day. There, there can be really high levels of flexibility, even with the quality of carbs, but this is where quantity really kind of does matter. So if you're over a hundred a day, and then you try and go a hundred lower the next day or 50 lower over two days, you start robbing Peter to pay Paul with that energy balance that's already in a deficit, it's going to get tougher. So I think I, I also would say, let's, let's try to stick to a reasonable amount of structure. And if you're having difficulty, that's when you want to talk to your coach and, and discuss why. Yeah, you can really run into a slower source of energy versus a faster source. And uh, those swings can be really hard for somebody to understand what's happening in their body. Why am I massively hungry one day and then the next I feel fine? And uh, they won't always associate it to, well, I'm having carbs today. Um, one more thing I wanted to add is a lot of coaches will just add fats when people have slow digestion, which actually isn't a bad move, but there's so much more you can do, like looking at food logs and, you know, have look at sources of food more than just say, Hey, here's 10 more grams of fat. I'm just seeing a lot of that in the industry right now, where it's just kind of a lazy move. Like actually look at the people's food, make sure they're not eating weird stuff that they're not digesting well. Yep, exactly. And not so ironically, we're going to actually cross into that in our next uh, episode, guys. So stay tuned for episode four. We're going to talk about cardio, total daily energy, and how to manipulate some of those things as you may need. See you next time in Contest Prep University.